Good morning. Good morning, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Kelman with Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. It is Thursday. A couple of topics we want to go over today. We are streaming live on... Uh, no, we're not. We're not streaming live on Rumble. For some weird reason. Because I set something up wrong. I just have to remove it now because it just gave me a warning. And... Um, there we go. Okay. So, uh, but we should be streaming on Rumble, but I didn't set it up right because it's my first time setting it up, but we'll be streaming live on Rumble. Um, and as soon as I get a private lesson from Tony on how to properly do that. Uh, this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show where I usually do single topic, maybe multi-topic. There's two things I want to talk about today and um, a main topic and then something funny. Um, uh, 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 funny comments. I just, you know. If you're going to make a public comment, then I can either delete you because it was hateful or I can I will answer it as I do with 99% of them. Or I will also just be like, you have no fucking clue what you're talking about. And I try to like get people off this um, uh, false information because there's so much false information running around the dog training world between unethics, wrong information. People have no, no clue what they're talking about, uh, stereotypes. Um, uh, stereotypes, is that the right word? Old wives tales, such as what we're about to... Um, talk about this morning um it's how you raise them that's such it's such a cut and paste um catchphrase people actually have no idea what 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 they mean when they when they say that that's sort of like a very small-minded thinking thing um today right after the show we do uh, more filming with the four-pack dogs from california um if you have not joined our mailing list, I would highly encourage you to join our mailing list as you are going to get an email um, this uh, weekend, possibly Friday, quiet, um, possibly um, Friday, that is going to blow your mind. If you don't know how to get um, uh, our emails, um, you would go to um, right here. You just go to subscribe. So go to academy.solidcanontraining.com and go to subscribe. That's it. You don't have to buy anything at all. Don't have to buy a damn thing. And then on this, you can see all of our courses. Right now, the Rehabbing a Fearful Dog course is almost done. It is almost done. Um, the owner's picking up the dog on Sunday, I believe. Sunday? Sunday? Um, and uh, doing one-on-one consults is right there um, as well. So, what I wanted to talk to uh, folks this morning is, it's the, this is a popular catchphrase, it's how you raise them. So they'll see a dog, and the dog maybe is aggressive, and it's like, yep, it's how you raise them. It's like, well, so explain to me what you mean by that. What do you mean? Literally, what do you mean step by step? Don't give me a general term. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? So... What I think you probably mean, not to assume, but because we all know what that means, if you remember movies from the 70s and 80s, um, but not, not, to, not, to, not to assume anything, but it's because the dog was mistreated, that's why it's aggressive. That's the biggest bunch of bullshit that I've ever heard or seen. And any dog trainer that's worked with lots of dogs knows that's false. The number one, the number one way to get a dog to come. Sorry, the number one way to create an aggressive dog is too much love and affection. No rules, no boundaries, no consequences. That's the formula right there. 
too much love, too much affection, no rules, no, no boundaries, no consequences. And you end up with an aggressive dog. Not every dog, but that is, where's your data, Jeff? 20 years, 10,000 dogs working, like doing boarding trains, full boarding trains, traveling the world, 300 seminars, talking to people, knowing that people are actually like positively reinforcing aggression. That's how you get more of something. They're positively reinforcing aggression. That doesn't mean like when their dog attacks somebody, they like give it cookies, but they often do um, things such as when the dog is growling at somebody, they normally pet them. They normally pet them under the guise that they're trying to um, calm them down. So you're giving your dog physical affection for growling at another human, thinking about attacking them, for growling at dogs. Really? Oh, so your dog is like barking at someone, barking at someone, and you're like, sit, 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 and then you reward them? Oh. Folks need to understand how dog training works and how reinforcers work and how markers work and the concept of reward-based training and what that gets you. A little bit of a helpful hint here. It gets you more of something. That's the way it works. It gets you more of something. That's positive reinforcement training, and we use a ton of it. That's how we train dogs to get them to get them to do more of something, more reliable, more frequency. But nobody likes to talk about punishment. Applying a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. Nobody talks about that. These are facts. Like these are like like the concept of applying a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior is not something that I made up. Anybody that knows anything about stopping unwanted behaviors knows that's how you do it. You don't build a relate. It's not about building a relationship with the dog. That's another bunch of bullshit. It's not about like teaching the dog an alternative behavior. That's a bunch of bullshit. It's not about redirecting. That's a bunch of bullshit. It's about, it's about stopping the actual unwanted behavior. That behavior I don't like, I'm going to stop it. And then, then you have to figure out the right punisher to stop it. This is, this is, you know, just common sense, but it's, more than common sense. It's actually proper protocol. It's industry standard protocol. Now, meanwhile, 90% plus of the industry is not practicing it, but the people that are actually practicing it and successful, it's standard. It's standard. This is the way it is. It's called reality. And you might feel differently. Facts don't care about your feelings. Thank you very much, Ben Shapiro. But it's reality. So you can feel a certain way. You can feel a certain way. But that's that's sort of like saying, you know, you know, geez, we're getting healthier as a country. It's like, no, we're not. We're more obese than ever. We have more hospitals than ever. 
medical procedures than ever. Bad, bad food, people consuming toxic things. So, it's how you raise them. Now, are there dogs out there that people are mean to, abusive? Define abuse. What's the definition of abuse? True abuse, what's the definition? Because people throw that word out all the time. What is the definition of abuse? What's the definition of treating dogs well? What does that mean? Giving the dog a, a great life, what does that mean? Everybody has got a different definition. But people love to throw out the abuse word. Love it. Oh no, I give my dog tons of love and affection. Good for you. You're a hero. Here's your fucking trophy. I'm glad your dog meets your emotional needs. So are we going by a, the dog meets your emotional needs? Great, good for you. You're selfish. What have you done for the dog? Have you met the dog's needs? What are those needs? Do you know what those needs are? How do you know? If the dog did, oh, well, if the dog got more exercise and had a job, it wouldn't be aggressive. Bullshit. Bullshit. Do you know how many agility dogs are aggressive towards humans and other dogs? Anybody in agility knows this. Ask anybody that does agility in an agility class, they will tell you how many dogs are aggressive. That you go to a high level competition. There are a good amount of dogs that are aggressive. What is a good amount? I don't know. Maybe a quarter. Talk to anybody in agility. Talk to anybody. Those dogs have jobs. Those dogs are in good shape. They're probably well taken care of. They're aggressive. Why? Were they abused? Here's something really, really funny. So before I get to that, tell you raise them. Whenever anybody says that, say, what do you mean? Please explain yourself. No more cut and paste comments. Explain yourself. So what do you mean, sir, ma'am? Because those are the only two pronouns that we're recognizing. What do, what do, you, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? That's how you raise them. Oh, they were mistreated. Really? Okay. How were they, mis how were they mistreated? Please explain to me how they were mistreated. Specifically, how were they mistreated? The dog, the dog in the video that you don't even know, you don't even know where that dog lives. You don't know who owns the dog. You probably don't even know the fucking sex or breed of the dog. Tell me exactly how they were mistreated. Okay. So you're assuming, but you don't know but you actually don't know. So your assumption has become fact. Ah, got it. So that's how you, is that how you run your life? 
that's how you make all your decisions based on assumptions. You don't actually go by data that you've got. You don't go actually through logical thinking. Got it. You know for a fact that dog was abused. That's why it's aggressive. Got it. Why? It's owned by a black person. It's a pit bull. It wears a studded collar. Meanwhile, two nights ago, the cutest fucking little pit bull ran up to the fence while we were doing training. And there was three guys all black um, sitting at a table and I'm like whose dog is this? this guy raised him I was like cutest fucking dog I've ever seen friendly dog friendly dog it's a pit bull cute I mean cute I should have taken a picture of it so cute getting along with all the dogs there and I said how old is it? I think it was almost two years old so Hopefully we're out of the aggressive zone, potential aggressive zone. Meanwhile, I go to the dog park, see a bunch of old white ladies sitting at a table and their dogs are fucking out of control and starting nonsense. Huh. Interesting. Labs, golden retrievers, doodles. Ah, got it. Got it. So then we bring in our, our then we bring our preconceived prejudices in as well. Interesting. So how do you raise them? I mean, last night's podcast, Joel and I were talking about in our 10 block neighborhood where we live, there's probably 25 houses on each side, say, of each street. It's 50 houses per street. That's 500 houses. And there's probably at least 100 dogs, 150 dogs in our neighborhood. And we've only seen two be two being walked. We've probably have got close to 20 dogs on our street. And only our house walks dogs. So nobody on our street, nobody on our street, nobody that lives on our street walks their dogs. No one on our street walks their dogs. Dogs are usually just home. So again, what does, it's how you raise them. What does it mean? Please clarify your answers. And people should be doing this more with everything. What do you mean by that? Please explain. Please explain yourself. Because people are throwing out words just to say them just to contribute to all the other muck that's out there. The word salad that's out there on a post without having any knowledge whatsoever of what it is. And you're entitled to your opinion. Absolutely. But you can have an opinion, but someone can have a counter opinion. Are you open to a discussion? Are you open up to a debate? Can you have a rational discussion? Do you actually know how to have a rational discussion? Or are you just going to throw out something? And that's the truth. So 
Christmas video. Pippa walked with my 10 year old who, if you look closely, has a beverage in his hand as well. So watch, watch the beginning of it again. Right there, he's got a beverage in his hand. Just Pippa walking through a crowded farmer's market. And uh, the stupidest comment that I've ever gotten in all the times I've been on social media. I've been on social media for a long time. I put up a lot of I put up a lot of posts. This is from Nancy Gibbemeyer. It's a public post, public comment, so I can say their name. It's not like it was a. a um, I mean, it's still up there. So their comment is: So first of all, let's talk about that dog Pippa. Pippa is a cocker spaniel who is um, a show dog and does agility and does competition uh, and does rally. And pulls the owner's arm, pulls her down. And its nose is always on the ground. I've never seen this dog until it came to us. She's never seen the dog not have its nose on the ground. Any surface anywhere its nose is always on the ground i mean I've, I, I've never seen anything like it i mean some dogs sniff all this dog does is sniff so it can't heal and all it does is sniff meanwhile and it goes ballistic in agility course class so update it doesn't do any of that stuff anymore owner's blown away the owner's been um breeding showing competing for 40 years this is the first dog she has not bred she bought she needed help 40 years knowledgeable owner so nancy decides to write on the comment which is fine she's entitled to her opinion well since there are no trees or bushes for them to sniff in this particular video of course they're going to walk nicely Well, since there are no trees or bushes for them to sniff in this particular video, of course they're going to walk nicely. This is at a farmer's market with lunging dogs, dogs and strollers, 100, 100 food stands, candles, soaps, on a public street. You're right. You're, you're, you're right, Nancy. Nothing to sniff here because the only thing dogs sniff are bushes and trees. That's it. That's all they sniff. But you, first of all, you, you, you missed grass. Dogs also sniff grass. So you, you missed that. But there's a 10-year-old walking that dog with its head held high with lots of distractions. This is the kind of stupidity that people have out there. And I called her out on it. I'm like, what's your address so I can send you your trophy for the stupidest comment that's ever been put on my social media? So that's the stupid comment of the year 
so far. Actually, I can say the decade. We'll start at 2020. So that's we're three years, three years in. But it's been definitely, I can say the decade. Again, people with no like do not do not know. So you're on a dog training page. You I think you want a dog. There's one in your bio picture. And dogs only sniff trees and trees and bushes. You know. Is that because you don't take your dog anywhere except for to go to the bathroom? Because if you actually took your dog places, you would know that dogs sniff everything. But let's forget about the sniffing. Is that how you're defining a good walk? This dog pulled its owner down the street. And this dog is being walked behind a 10-year-old child in public while he has a smoothie in his hand. Good training, great training, nice job. Look at his confidence. That's impressive. I wish my dog walked like that. No. Of course, in public, of course the dog's going to walk politely because there's nothing else to bother the dog. So I guess all the other dogs, all the other dogs that were barking and lunging and dragging their owners at the farmer's market that day, they were, they thought that the other humans that were walking around were actually trees and bushes walking around. That's why they were all out of control. Because they all dropped acid before the farmer's market. And they thought that the people were actually trees and bushes. So you got a bunch of dogs on acid at the farmer's market. Because that's why they were misbehaving. Because they were envisioning all these bushes and trees moving around. So people have been asking about, I got to figure out the Rumble thing. We streamed successfully live on Rumble last night. That's because Tony set it up. So I got to figure out how to set up my, my, my morning show and my night show by myself. So I'm going to give him a call. So just an extra step. It's no big deal. Um, Brittany says, uh, good morning. There's going to be a bunch of good mornings. Snuggle buns, Avi, Emily, Avi. Up in passion as fuck, LOL. Good. It's a great day. You woke up. Constance, happy Thursday. Yes, John, good morning. Good morning. Dal Rose says that formula is right on progressive dogs. Yep. That's the exact formula how to create aggression. Now, that's not every single dog, but 90 plus percent of the dogs that we, we have worked with, that's the recipe. Avi says, I couldn't find the supplement list you use daily on the site because it's not on the site. I also don't post my what I my menu, what I eat. 
on my site. I'm curious. Thanks. It's a, I don't know. It's a long list. If you go, but, but you don't want to know the supplements that I feed for my dog. Just like you don't want to know the supplements I take for myself. Cause you don't want to take the supplements that I take. You don't want to use the supplements for your dog that I use for my dog. So what you want to do is get a hold of Thomas. If you go to solidcaninetraining.com, Avi, and you go to the shop, there's a book on how to start your dog on raw. And you want to do schedule an appointment with um, Thomas Sandberg. So he can actually make something custom for you when it comes to supplements. That's important. Because that's what a lot of people do is they're, they're like, I just submitted my blood work to a doctor. I got some blood work done. Um, and uh, we then we do a phone consult and we go over the blood work and we find out deficiencies. Um, and then we'll design a nutrition plan for me. But that's going to be for me. Not for you, for me. It's the same thing. Um, good morning, neighbors. Hey, good morning, Philip. How are you? Elisa says, abuse, cruel, and violence, which is not what proper dog correction is, right? And then, yeah, then we have to define what cruel is and violence. And is violence abuse? Dog comes rushing at me. I am going to harm it. That's violent, but that wouldn't be abusive. What would be abusive is actually doing nothing. Think about that. Doing nothing could be abusive. Letting another dog attack your dog. That's also cruel, correct? See what we got to be careful, Lisa, with all this stuff. We gotta be really careful. So we also have to put context. So we need to we need to put context in the equation of these conversations. And that's not what's happening, is we're not putting context. There's no context at all. I mean, I've choked out many dogs in my career. Yes, I've choked out dogs so they pass out in my career. Now, I'd like to think that any logical person would ask, what was the situation, Jeff? Not just say, that's abusive. What's the situation? Why did you have to do that? And then say, how did you do it? Because everyone should learn how to choke on a dog. Well, my dog's not aggressive. Okay, well, how about the dog that's attacking your dog? Wouldn't you want to know how to neutralize that threat? Wouldn't that be a great skill set to have? If, if, if an off-leash dog charged your dog and started attacking you or your dog, wouldn't you want to know how to neutralize that threat as quick as possible? I know I would. If a dog was biting my child, I would want to know the quickest way, the most efficient way to get that dog off my child. So choking out a dog is a great skill set to learn. But we need that 
that we need context. So I wouldn't consider that that is violent. Some people might think it's cruel, cruel. Some people might think it's abusive. But not doing anything is abusive to my child. It's cruel to my child. And I'm letting somebody, I'm letting a dog being violent towards my child. So we've got to talk about then context. In all discussions, we should be talking about context. You shouldn't speed. Okay. My child is my grandmother, my father, my my mom, my friend is having a heart attack. And I speed through the streets to get them to a hospital. You shouldn't speed, Jeff. Okay. You shouldn't go through the red lights. Okay. So context, I'm trying to keep my get my friend to the hospital as quick as possible. We need context. Two dogs and a dude. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Billy, your dog's swimming, doing good. We had a, today is a breakthrough. This week is a breakthrough week. Breakthrough week. It's incredible. Fader's doing great. This was the week. That's why longer boarding trains are way better. Because you never know when the breakthrough is going to happen. Switch my camera here for a second. There's Vader right there in his normal position. There's Tex. There's Vader. That's where he spends every morning before he goes, does his exercise. After he eats, goes up to the bathroom, eats breakfast, comes in. Hey, Ange. What's going on? Do me a favor, Angelo. Uh, I can't. Okay, when you come out of the bathroom, I want you to help me out. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, Vader's a uh, very fearful dog, afraid of just about everything. So, but he's doing great. Went swimming again yesterday. He's going to go swimming again today. So, swimming, swimming tires him out. That's for sure. He's definitely working hard on that. Definitely working hard on his swimming skills. So we're proud. We're really, really proud of him. Um, I hope. Good morning. We have a beautiful day today in Indiana. Oh, great. Awesome. I was talking to somebody about Elkhart, Indiana two days ago. Because with the, uh, well, that's where a lot of the RVs are from, but also the, uh, the trailers. Trailers are there. Trailers are from uh, Elkhart as well. That's where they build a lot of that stuff. But the um, RV industry is is slowed down because of parts. But uh, that's where a lot of RVs are built. Right there in Elkhart, in Indiana. There's an RV museum. Um, Melissa said, nice job, J&J &J and Angelo. Constance, hello, fellow Hoosier. I'm excited to see someone else from my home state in the group. Yeah. There's a ton of people from Indiana. We have, we have people from all over the world on this show. Um, put down below, guys, where you're from. Write in the chat. Where, where are you from? Um, 
Daniel says, how are you? Good morning. We know, we know um, he's from New Zealand. Love you. So Daniel's from New Zealand. Everybody knows that, right? Obviously, says Nancy's insane if she thinks the only thing the dogs want to sniff are trees and bushes. That's a special kind of special right there. Yeah. Yep. Mark says, great job, Pippa, Angelo, and Pippa. We're enjoying walking through the farmer's market. Yeah. Hey, Mark, you've been to that farmer's market, right? He's been to that farmer's market. A lot of great stuff to sniff. And I'm sure you've seen all the out-of-control dogs there. Most of his comments like the sniffing lady is most likely because she has a dog that acts inappropriate. Maybe maybe she's jealous. Maybe learned instead of making stupid comments. You, that's usually it. And that, by the way, that was a promotion for a free course. That was a promotion for a free course. Right. So what she's really saying is her dog, her dog can't do that. But we can walk dogs on any surface and get them not to pull and not to sniff. We can get dogs to walk over raw meat and not do it. We get dogs to walk past their favorite toys and not look at the toy. Um, Kim says, good day, uh, Jeff and friends. Good day. Hey, Kim, I'm putting up another video of Vader today. All right, get your Kleenex ready. Um, two dogs and a dude. Vader used to walk like he was on crack, actually more like a cracked out Navy SEAL. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, there's a great, I put up a video yesterday of Angelo walking him. That'll be going in the course. Angelo walks Vader now. Uh, Brittany says, love the raw live last night. Looked like I would be at 30 pounds for five days with my pups. What's the pounds you feed per pound? Um, I just go by, I do about two pounds a day with my dogs. But dog, I've got Tex who's probably 60 pounds and Wes is... 75 but they get about two but there's a formula but i just go by looking at them i'm like how you know how do you look each month but there's also things are fattier than others but most people um most people overfeed their dogs most dogs come in overweight um, Avi says, oh, hold on one second, Ange. Okay. Stay there. I want you to come over here. Okay. Um, let me just change the camera view. Okay. Well, I wanted to wait to get the camera. Do that again. And again. Walk over more of them now, right through the middle of his back. All right, thanks. Okay, see ya. okay, have a good have a good learning today today. See you later. Start school in twenty minutes. Um, yeah, schedule the appointment. Job. You just go to the academy dot uh, dot com. Howdy says good morning. Good morning to you, Emily. Says farmers market in town, Prescott, Arizona. Had to ban dogs due to problems. Now it's service dogs only. Yeah. I don't blame them. I don't. I don't blame them. Most dogs cannot behave in public. 
which is which is so sad because it's not that difficult to do. But a lot of people just don't train their dogs. Basic training. That's sad, though. Um, Kim says I do the same with my uh, naturopath for me and my dogs, too. Thomas is my dog's naturopath. Thanks for introducing us to him, Jeff. You're welcome, Kim. Two dogs going to do. Yep, the only way to get a dog like a pit bull um, so let go of another dog is to choke him out. Yep. Choke out the dog. Take away the dog's oxygen. That's how they stop. And everyone should have that skill set and know how to do it. Um, I had a dog trainer beat the shit out of my dog in group training years back. I was 12 years old at the time. Oh, my God. It's been horrifying, Heidi. My mom was on the sidelines watching, didn't intervene or say a word. That's sad. That's sad. It all depends what beat the shit out of. I mean, did he really physically beat your dog? And, and first of all, what was your dog doing? But still, in a group class, I mean, I've heard some horror stories. It's so funny. I throw a cotton towel at a dog. I'm the biggest dog abuser there is. Meanwhile, I've got thousands of stories of trainers doing horrific, horrific things to dogs. Well-known trainers. So, Melissa says, I uh, definitely need to know how to neutralize a biting dog. I walk my dogs, clients' dogs. I must know how to protect dogs and people. So most said a couple of things. If you've got multiple dogs, carry a hiking stick, golf club, um, bear spray, and no remorse. Neutralize the threat. But the, but if any of the dogs get if any of the dogs get to you, um, hold on one second, Fader. Fader here, please. Good. Um, definitely need to know how to neutralize a biting dog. Yeah, you would choke the dog out. So if the dog has a, if the dog has a collar on, you can grab the collar and twist it. If you know how to do a rear naked choke, you can do a rear naked choke. You can also take the leash off of one of your dogs, form a noose out of it, wrap it around the dog's head. So it's like, well, how do you do that? Because the dog's mouth is on your dog. You just go underneath the dog's head and then you put it through the handle and then you... So you create now a noose and you just hold it up in the air with all your might and just hold it and hold it and hold it and hold it. And the dog will, and even when the dog lets go, still hold it up. You have to wait till the dog passes out because you don't want that dog to be going back at you or the other dogs. Dog passes out, take your leash, put it back on your dog, walk away. That's one way. And you don't yell, you don't scream and you just, be cool, calm, and collected, which is hard to do. This was 33 years back, and she made me go back to the class until we graduated. Interesting. You got to contain the head so it doesn't shake. Um, then grab the collar and twist it till the dog is choked out. Yep. Yep. It's not easy. It's not fun. Brittany's from Connecticut. Avi's from New Jersey. Kim's from Northern Virginia. Heidi's Michigan. Melissa's upstate New York, Ohio. Hey, Philip, I'm originally from Ohio. Uh, Mickey says, I appreciate how you how you break a thought down. Pretty incredible learning from you from Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Wow. You guys are all cold. Everybody's cold. It's getting warmer up there. It's been in the high 80s down here for a while. That's why I love Florida. 
Chris Craig says, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Chris. How are you? Douglas says, any 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 uh, forward movement, Chris, on our original plan, or on our second plan? On our second plan? Uh, uh, Doug, Douglas says, Illinois. Kim uh, says, LOL, Jeff. Sandra, Port Stanley, Ontario, Canada. Good morning. Oh, awesome. Wow. I knew you were from Canada. I don't know if you, I, knew, I didn't know if it was, I didn't know you lived in Port Stanley. Maybe I never asked. I knew it was Ontario, but never knew it was Port Stanley. Albuquerque, um, New Mexico, but now you're in Chicago. Three, two, one to me. Really? You're in Chicago? Here's a funny story for you. So one of our clients who was going to be um, boarding their dogs here uh, this weekend uh, texted me yesterday and said, oh, I don't need to, I don't need to um, board my dogs uh, there this weekend because we canceled our trip to Chicago. So they live on the outskirts of Chicago and they're going to be going to a concert in downtown Chicago. Probably like, you know, a big venue, like a sports arena. But they, you know, they canceled their trip up there. That's They have a home there, but they also have a home here. But they canceled their trip there because they didn't, they weren't going to go to downtown because it's too violent right now. So... Imagine that. It's too violent. And all you have to do is drive into the enclosed parking lot and that's attached to the venue and walk in. But it's too violent where you don't even feel safe. So Chicago, we have a problem. All right? We've got a problem, Chicago. So stop with the excuses. And let's fix the problem. Let's get the police back on the streets. Let's get the criminals off the streets. When I was in the business prior to this business 20 years ago, and I was in that business for 20 years, I was in Chicago, oh, geez, six times a year. Loved it. Loved it. No interest in going back. Um, I hope I can get my five-year-old to walk my American bully when we complete Green to Graduate. Well, if you do, yeah, Heidi, if you do it, if you do it right, I'm not saying you're not going to, but there's a whole module on um, walking. There's no reason why you can't have your dog, you know. I mean, Angelo can walk all of our clients' dogs. Freedom dog training and behavior modification. I was walking my super trained demo dog and a man walking a dog coming at me. I could see he had no control. I asked him to keep his dog close and his dog lunged at mine and, and took the man down. I kept saying, hold your dog. I couldn't help the man up because the dog was so reactive. All I could think of was think of is he has to hold that dog so I can get my dog safe. People needed need to get educated. That man needs help controlling that dog for sure. Yeah, it's dangerous. I hope he was okay. I hope he was okay. 
But you're right. If you would have helped that dog, the gentleman, you could have gotten bit by that dog or the dog could have attacked your dog. Sort of sucks. Two dogs and a dude's in Pompano Beach. Two dogs and a dude. When you're, uh, when you're feeding raw, is it typically 3% of the body weight? If you want them to lose weight, you're down to 22%. I don't know, I don't know what the, the formula is. There is. There's a formula, but I actually don't know what it is. I did at one point, but I don't know. Um, and I'm sure there's different opinions about different people with different opinions. Heidi says, my aunt was over my home last night and commented, you have a giant pit bull under control here, but your kids don't listen to you. Uh, is that true, Heidi? Is your aunt correct? The dog's in control, but your kids are out of control? I mean, first of all, are your kids teenagers? Because then you can use that. You can use the teenager excuse. You can always use the teenager excuse. It's like, um, they're teenagers. Can you, you can use that? Melissa said, started to watch the Raw Live, but had to leave for, for an appointment. Um, it's, it's, up, it's still up there. Watch it while walking today. I rear my pups and females on Raw. Love learning. My grandmother would say, you learn many things throughout the day. Just sit before going to bed and go over your day. Yeah, write it down in journal. What did you learn today? My parents were old school and beat my dog's ass and ours. Hence, why they didn't intervene on the dog trainer who wailed on mine. Got it. Well, there's a difference between like beating the shit out of your dog and giving your dog a proper correction. Freedom Dog Training says, I was carrying on extra leash just in case. That's smart. I carry bear spray and a few slip leads. That's also smart. Mark says, hey, Jeff, I've been to the large St. Pete's Farmer's Market, but I haven't made it to the Sarasota Market yet. Okay, great. So planning on going to the Sarasota Market where we can we can meet up there, yeah. This weekend, this Saturday, is a huge uh, parade. 183 floats they have. They closed down, this, they closed down Manatee Avenue. This weekend, and I think we'll be there Saturday night. I hate the cold. The older I get, the more I hate it. Heidi, that's why I'm in Florida, because uh, I'm 57 right now, and I decided to come to Florida um, after being in New England and then Ohio for 57 years. Ohio and then New England. Tired of it. Tired, tired, tired of it. Sharice is from British Columbia. Deb's from Cincinnati. Oh, I know you're in Cincinnati. Larry Flint's from NWKRP. Deb said four times a year, Sarasota. Oh, nice. Yeah, Sarasota's great. Douglas Walker says, I live south of Chicago in Central Illinois. We won't go to Chicago anymore. Yeah. Yep. We would love if Chicago would become its own state separate from the rest of Illinois. Yep. Well... Talk to Miss Lightfoot, who's not the mayor anymore, but she definitely was in denial for her whole her whole term. Chris Ked, Chris Craig says working on it. Good. It's sort of it's sort of important if you think about it. Heidi said yes, she is uh, with one of them. Got it. All right, everybody, time for me to go. We've got filming to do this morning before it gets too hot out. Filming to do for two different courses. We got the four pack from California course and we have uh, Vader do some work with Vader. We're going to be filming that. And then don't forget. Ta -ta -da! Don't forget here at a minimum, subscribe to our channel at a minimum, subscribe to our channel.
All right? Because this weekend, you will get an awesome, awesome, awesome email. All right. Take care, everybody. Hope you're doing all going to have a fantastic day. I'll see everybody tomorrow. Um, and take care.